Hey all you Josh junkies out there. Welcome to another episode of Just Josh and with Josh Gentry, world's most fascinating author podcast. The big news is that Bad Penny has officially been launched into the world. The ebook is available on all major ebook retailers, and by that I mean Amazon, of course, Apple Books, Google Play Books, uh, Barnes & Noble, Smashwords. It will also be trickling its way into some services that provide ebooks to libraries, the ones that libraries use when they want to lend ebooks. So I haven't tried to test it yet, like with uh, our library. I will do that in the future and update you. But if you're one of a person who borrows ebooks from the library, you can also check and see if it's available that way. For those of you who are already reading it or have read it, a big thank you. There is very little more valuable than time. And for you to take the time to do that is a big deal. I really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy that time. Uh, since you've already done a significant thing by reading it, I hate to ask you for more, but and you know what I'm going to ask. If you could see uh, your way to leaving a review at, I'm not going to, you know, I've read advice about you should tell your readers all to do reviews at one place to try and build up a critical mass or something. And uh, I'm not going to do that. Any place that you buy or review books um, that you can leave a review would be fantastic. Uh, They call it social proof in marketing lingo. That, hey, yeah, someone has actually read it and didn't think it sucked. So I want to address that too. So if you haven't read it yet and you're hesitant because, well, when a friend or acquaintance is like, hey, I wrote a book or, hey, my band put out a CD, uh, you know, a lot of us may internally groan. If you haven't, if you haven't experienced their work yet, kind of groan on the inside and go, oh God, this is going to suck, isn't it? And I have to pretend like it doesn't. Um, been a pretty common response to people I know reading Bad Penny has been, oh, thank God it doesn't suck. I don't have to lie. Um, I, I feel like that's a pretty genuine response because I don't, I don't think people <laughs> would, would give that one as a fake response. So, um, Yeah. Let's see what else. If you're uh, if you're interested a little bit, um, the rest of this is going to be kind of like if you're actually inf- interested in publishing stuff. I'll give you a little bit of the nuts and bolts of what's going on. If you're not interested in that, you might want to uh, press stop. So once you have the you have your text. You have to get it into a format that is accepted by the retailers. There's now a plethora. It's really when you go into self-publishing. One of the problems now is there's a bewildering array of options. So there are a whole bunch of online services that well you can upload your book to as a Microsoft Word document is the most popular input, and they will format it into most likely an EPUB. 
Um, Amazon will do that for you. There's a bunch of companies that... So there's also now a whole bunch of ebook retailers. In the early days, of course, it was Amazon. And then you had Barnes & Noble and you had Apple Books. Now there's... There's a bunch, and you add the you add. Now, if you want to try and reach some of the overseas ones, if you know if you're not just talking about the United States, if you wanted to get into the services for libraries, all these things. Um. Well, you can imagine if you have to have an account at every one and go upload your file, create an account, give them banking information so they can pay you if you sell sell things and then upload your epub file and usually you also upload the cover file separately for them to use in displaying it um that becomes a ton of work and then if you make a change and you want to go you know, you have to go re-upload to all of them it can be quite a thing so there are not one but several aggregators who are not well some of them are themselves a retailer most of them aren't what you do though is you upload to them and they distribute it to all the retailers when you sell on one of those retailers the money goes first to the aggregator they take a cut usually not a big one 10 percent or something and then pass the rest on to you um You can do that for all your publishing and have it in one place. So there would be a real convenience. Except that what if that company goes under or becomes shady or, you know, goes bankrupt, whatever. Now all your eggs are in one basket. They have all the money from all your sales. It's, you know, when you started out with them, they were great, but then they uh, went public and now they suck, you know, this kind of thing. So... Very common advice, which I've somewhat followed, is upload directly to Amazon, which I've done. A lot of people will go ahead and upload directly to Apple and maybe Barnes & Noble, I think, and maybe Kobo. So far, what I've done, I uploaded directly to Amazon because it's still the 100-pound gorilla, although the market is becoming more diversified. And then I use draft to digital which is one of the aggregators, to reach all the other places I listed, plus the library services, plus there's some, some uh, you know, there's a, I think one of them is a French retailer. Um, I can't remember. Like, there's like a German ebook retailer. Um, that This will be in their store, all that stuff. So, um, where was I going with that? Okay, so there, the fact that the aggregators exist. Now, there are multiple of these aggregators. Not I'm using Draft2Digital. There are several others. And pretty much all of them also allow you to upload your Word document, and they will format it for you. And they actually encourage you to do that if you're using their service. Or, on all of them, you can create your own EPUB and upload it already formatted. That's the route I have gone. Um, 
Now, some of the most, what has been kind of ruling the self-publishing world as the software to do that is uh, called Vellum, but it is Mac only. And it must be good because despite being Mac only, uh, it's been, been used by a lot. You have had a lot of self-publishers actually buying Macs to run Vellum. Also, a lot of creatives are Apple people to start with. But but they've got a new competitor for the first time when you're reading the reviews. They're like, oh, this competes with Vellum, and it's not Mac only, and it's called Atticus. It's really a... Um, a web app, but it has a like a lightweight front end that will run on your PC, which is really it's kind of basically a customized browser, web browser instance. And I've used that; it uh, seems to be working pretty well. And then I upload my already formatted files. Okay, we're about to hit ten minutes, which is kind of long for Josh Junkies. That's the kind of uh, inside baseball I might start including in this podcast since it is now an author podcast. Uh, hopefully that interests you. If not, you know, you can always skip listening. Um, this has been another episode of Just Joshin' with Josh Gentry, the podcast where I think, if I'm wrong, after which I podcast, today is a miracle. <laughs>